happy Boxing Day to all of you. <laughs> I told you I'd be back with a second part of your gift uh, for this Boxing Day celebration. You know, I, I have no idea what Boxing Day music sounds like. I don't even know if there is music for Boxing Day. Uh, I tried to look it up on YouTube and I just got a bunch of Blink-182 songs, so I don't know what that is about. But <laughs> I'm going to just play this music here in the background as a placeholder and just assume that this is what Boxing Day music sounds like. So I've, I went and checked online. I Googled it and it looks like you do give gifts on Boxing Day. I, I still don't feel confident in the answer, so I put out a, I put out a request, put out a, a help call. <laughs> <laughs> to Emily and Daniel, my two favorite people in the UK. So hopefully they got my message. If they didn't hear it, if they didn't get the message, hopefully they're hearing this and they can let me know. Do you give gifts on Boxing Day? Also, do you say happy Boxing Day or Merry Boxing Day? I'm not quite sure. Happy sounds like that fits better. Just like happy Christmas sounds weird. Merry Christmas sounds better. I'm hoping that, you know, happy Christmas or happy Boxing Day sounds better than Merry Boxing Day. But let me know get back to me or if any of you or listeners are in the UK and you can answer this as well please let me know because I'm, I'm clueless on this but but anyways I'm coming back to you today with second part of your gift this is a replay of episode 62 with Allison this is her first appearance on the podcast so in this episode she shares her amazing debt payoff story where her and her husband paid off over $111,000 worth of debt uh, it's still very impressive and I think it, it's really helped her to be the person that she is today and I mean I think that shows where her passion for budgeting comes from so hope you enjoy this Boxing Day gift um, I have no idea what other sayings you're supposed to say for Boxing Day so uh, I'm just going to say enjoy and I'll catch up with you all next week what it do popcorn finance your boy keep it popping like Mary Poppins Okay, never mind. Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well. And welcome to Popcorn Finance, where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. I appreciate you coming back and joining for another episode. And uh, today I'm going to do something new. It's, uh, I've, I've been wanting to do this for a while because way back early on, I don't even remember what episodes <laughs> were. Uh, my wife and I, we shared part of our debt story, but I've always wanted to have someone else on to, to talk about what they did because I think everyone's journey is unique and they all have different ways of approaching it. And so today I'm joined by Allison Bagley and she is the creator of inspiredbudget.com. She's a teacher, a wife, mother of two, and uh, she has an amazing debt story. So Allison, uh, how's it going? It's going good, Chris. How are you? Uh, I'm doing good. Thanks. I appreciate you coming on and uh, joining me this evening. Yeah, I'm really excited to share our story. And you know, I'll let you share how much debt was it that you paid off? So we paid off, my husband and I, a total of over $111,000 worth of debt. That's a lot of money. <laughs> yes. And it's not even the house. <laughs> That's just student loans and car loans. Was it before you got married? After you got married? It was before we got married. My mom and dad to help me some, but not a lot. And so both of us ended up taking out some student loans and we didn't really realize what we had until we sat down one day to total everything up. And that with two cars, it just, it added really quick. Yeah. It's kind of amazing how quickly it piles up. It doesn't seem like a lot as you're, you're, you know, accumulating it, right? Yes, it does. And you don't, it's kind of out of sight, out of mind with the student loans because they're in deferment. And so you don't think about them when you're taking them out. So that was half the problem, I think. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So uh, for the two of you, once you decided that you wanted to actually start paying off the debt, like for right, first I should ask you, when did you actually make the decision to to pay it off? 
Well, um, our story is one of a blessing um, that kind of really guided us to where we are today. So we got married and we became unexpectedly expecting pregnant with our first son. And um, it was right after we got pregnant that we decided that we sat down and we looked at how much is it going to take for us to have childcare and childcare was $750 a month. And we didn't have $750 a month left over because we were spending all of our money and we weren't even aware of it. And then we had over $1,400 in debt payments, not even including our mortgage payment. And so after becoming extremely nauseous and anxious and uh, all the emotions that go with a pregnant woman's hormones, <laughs> we decided to sit down and read the total money makeover, and just finally take back control of our lives. And it was all for our son, for our firstborn. He was coming into this world so we could have a better place for him. Well, I think that's a great reason to, to look at your finances and you know make a plan for sure. Yeah. yeah. And we always wonder if we would have, you know, if we hadn't become pregnant, would we have become adults and paid off the <laughs> debt? We don't know. But we're very thankful that it happened that way. Yeah, for sure. And you know, it's always interesting because everyone has like something that happens in their life to make them, you know, stop and look at their finances. And that's when they realize that, you know, they have a lot of debt and they need to make a change. Yes. And, you know, I think some people it's it's um, something that is tragic that happens in their life. And so we're very lucky because it was something that was wonderful that happened in our life that caused us to pause and regroup and refocus our family. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Sure. And, and so when you have such a, a high number, you sit there, you add up all your debt, you see you have over $111,000 in debt, you know, how do you even begin to tackle that? Like, what was your first step? Well, definitely, you know, we felt very discouraged and our first step was honestly just creating a plan, writing it all out. Faith, honestly, part of it was facing the fact that we had the debt, facing the truth and owning it, and then creating a plan and creating a budget. We started our debt snowball. We failed at our first budget ever. It was awful. <laughs> it was terrible. And But we kept, we didn't give up and we kept budgeting and we kept sending money to debt and we sacrificed on lots of areas of our life so that we could get as much of it gone as quickly as we could. For a lot of people, the reason why they don't start is I think the idea of starting a budget or creating a budget is really intimidating, right? It is. And I think it's really scary. And I agree with you. A lot of people will see that number and they give up and they hide from it. And I think it just all boils down to fear. And are you ready to face fear and take back control? Or are you going to run from your truth, your financial truth. And so um, in that moment of facing that mountain of debt, we decided to face it and to own our own our actions, own our past and deal with it and be responsible. And there were lots of people that told us not to do it. A lot of people told us we were crazy and that student loans should be around forever. And you have years and years and it's okay to have student loans for 15 years. And they just thought we were silly and and young and not smart. And so it was also hard because at first we didn't feel like we had support and backing, but it grew. That grew. Yeah, it's one of those things like where when you're doing something that's maybe not the norm, people right away just dismiss it. But then once they see you doing it, once they see you taking action, it's like all of a sudden they're like, oh, well, maybe this was a good idea. You know, it's like it's hard to picture something that you don't see happen on a daily basis and paying off debt in large amounts like this isn't something that you see all that often. Absolutely. In total, how long did it take you to pay off all of your debt? 
It took us four and a half years from the moment we started. We had some hiccups along the way and we had two kids that we, so we paused our debt payments and our, our debt snowball and we cash flowed several um, hospital issues. And then we had a big car issue. So we stopped and we paused along the way. So in all four and a half years of sacrifice. You know, what I really like enjoy about your story, too, is that the two of you, you just have, you know, I would say like a normal, you know, income. It's not like you're like, you know, engineers who are both bringing in like $200,000 a year and you paid this off over four years. I mean, you're just like, you know, like most of us bring in a normal income. Yes, absolutely. And I think that that's what I want a lot of people to know. And we had normal income with two kids in daycare. So there were times we were paying over $1,200 worth of daycare expenses a month, as well as paying off debt and putting money to a mortgage and everything like that. And so I think that a lot of times people think that it's not possible because they have other expenses such as daycare. But I want them to know that it is it is so possible. And don't wait until the kids are in kindergarten, do it now, do it while they're in daycare. It's okay. You can do it. It's good to have an example, like, like yourself and your husband, of people who kind of look like, look like all of us and Hey, just go in there, just jump in, just do it, make a plan, start paying off your debt. And you know, it may take a while, but you're making progress, which is better than doing nothing at all. Yes, that's so true. What would you say is you know, like one tip you can give someone, or I don't want to limit you, maybe like a couple of things that you would say to someone who, who has some debt, they're a little nervous, they don't really know what to do. Like what's something that they could do to get started or some things they should know before they jump in? So I would say that you need to make a budget. You need to sit down and actually physically write it out and don't just do it once and not look at it again. I think so many people at the beginning of the month, and they make their budget and they don't look at it again until the month is over. I think that if you track your expenses and you track your income and your spending, you're going to be able to see your patterns and your spending habits. And it's all about adjusting your spending habits and turning them into something that is for good and not for bad and not your bad spending habits. So I would say really budgeting, but not just stopping with the budget, but continue to track your expenses. And sometimes I'll even budget And two weeks in, I'll realize, oh, goodness, this didn't go in as planned. And so I will re-budget for those last two weeks, almost like um, a quick budget, if you will, or a mini budget for the remaining two weeks, because we're constantly trying to keep track of where our money is going and being intentional with it. Oh, that's a great, that's a great tip right there. You know, it took me a really long time to even realize that you could do that for some reason in my mind. (laughs) I made this budget. I have to stick to it. There's no going back, but you can just reevaluate where Mm -hmm. you are. If you like overspend or underspend kind of like look at it in chunks and kind of change up your game plan. Yeah. I think that it's a fluid document. I think a lot of people write it in pen and then they don't look at it anymore, but it's fluid. You, nothing goes as planned. No months go as planned. Things come up. And things change and that's okay. That's life. We can't, we can't plan life out you know, every single day, every single moment, but it's about taking those changes and adjusting your financial habits and your plan for the rest of the month. That's going to help you be successful. That's great. Thank you for sharing that. I think, I think that's some good advice for, for anyone who's maybe paying down debt or hasn't even felt comfortable jumping in to help them get started. And, you know, yes. One of the things I really love um, was your website over at inspiredbudget.com. You have a lot of great resources over there. Uh, so what are some ways that people can can get a hold of you or get in contact with some of the things you're, uh, you're doing over there? Oh, well, thank you, Chris. So it's just inspiredbudget.com. And I have lots of information from budgeting to frugal activities, frugal food, frugal tips, and 
inexpensive gift guides, things like that. But one of my favorite things is my budgeting basics email course, and it's absolutely free. It's a six day email course. And what's cool about it is that I will send you an email every day for six days. And I explain in depth on how to budget, what could be missing from your budget, how to pay down debt and how to save money. And it also comes with 14 pages of free printables. So you can print from home and set everything up. And I walk you through that and includes cash envelope printables. And so it's really my way of trying to help set you up for success and starting or even in the middle of your budgeting journey or your debt payoff journey. I think that's great. I'm going to definitely put a link to that in the show notes as well. So that way everyone can can get right over to your, your website and then check out your email course as well. And I would also recommend they follow you on Instagram uh, at Inspired Budget because you do a really great job of kind of connecting with everyone there and sharing your story and, you know, different things you're dealing with budget wise. I think you're very open and it, it really helps to, you know, for people to connect with you and really feel like they could do this as well because you they can see you're just a real person, right? Yes. Yes. I love Instagram. It's one of my favorite platforms. So I'm over there often. I'd love for, I'd love for anyone to come follow us on our, on our journey. And I hope to inspire you on your journey as well. Well, thanks, Allison. I really appreciate you taking some time to, to share your story here with everyone. Hope that it was as inspiring for everyone as it was for me to hear about uh, what you and your husband have done together. So appreciate it. And yeah, definitely. I want everyone to make sure they follow you, keep up with what's going on and yeah, reach out and get those resources. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> All right, Allison, take care. And uh, yeah, great talking with you. <laughs> 